Welcome to Scale Up and Grow, a podcast from Turning Point Training and Development, where we discuss everything you need to know for your own personal and professional development and growth. Here's your host, Mary Ricketts. Hey, hello and welcome back. I'm Mary Ricketts of Turning Point Training and Development. We're back at our podcast, Scale Up and Grow. I want to talk about interviewing today, interviewing like a pro. I got a little twist on this one. Sometimes it's more challenging interviewing for a position within the company you already work at. So I want to talk to you about some some tips and tools and techniques and some steps you probably need to take before you interview internally but I want you to learn how to do it like a pro. Here's why, because applying for a new position at a company where you already work poses unique advantages and disadvantages. Think about it. When you are interviewing inside the company you already work for, they already know you. Maybe, maybe not, depending on how large the company is. But the thing is, you cannot fluff. You cannot fluff any of your skills and assets as you could when you're interviewing outside of a company. If you worked on a project for three weeks, you can still count that as a skill set when you're interviewing outside of the company. But sometimes when it's in the company, it can be a little bit challenging. The biggest mistake people make is to shortchange the process. To be successful, it's important to position yourself just as competitively as any candidate from outside the company. Don't think that because you already work there that you've got an easy chance of getting whatever the position is that you're looking for versus their interviewing people outside the company, but think about the competition that you'll have, whether it's we're going to hire someone internally all the time, but think about your external competition and you always come to the table knowing that this is a competitive environment. You've probably heard that up to 80% of job openings go unadvertised. One of the best things about focusing on where you work is that you can assess loads of inside information and discover opportunities before they're posted. We've had that happen in corporate America. The years in, in, you know, the Fortune 500 companies that if you knew the right people and you had the right conversations and you had the right connections, you could find out about jobs way before they're posted. And sometimes they don't get posted. Of course, keep in mind, you still have to prove that you're the right choice ace your internal interview by following some of the tools I'm going to give you, some of the tips for every stage in the process. First thing I want you to think about is review your company's hiring history. See how many managers started out in the mailroom because it shows a genuine commitment to promoting from within. So take a look at that. For the position that you want to interview for, the last few people that had that position or a lateral position in another department, where did that person come from? Was it an internal promotion or do they always hire for that position outside of the company? That's the first thing I want you to think about. Review your company's hiring history. The second thing I want you to think about is be selective. You have more at stake 
when you're dealing with your employer rather than an anonymous job board. Focus on the best opportunities for you. Here's what I mean by that. If you're on the job board on Indeed or Monster.com or anything like that, who cares how many positions you applied for? But if you think about internally, how many positions do you really want to put your name in for? You know, how many times do you really want to throw your name in the hat? And are you going after positions that you really think that you can do and you're qualified for and there are things that you would enjoy doing? Do they play in your strength zone or are you just going after it because of the financial impact that it can have for you and your family? You have to be selective. Why? Because people are watching you. If there are 10 job openings and you've applied for all 10, how does that make you look in your company? You need to know. You need to know what that what that is going to impact um, your opportunities. How is that going to impact your opportunities? So be selective. The next thing I want you to think about, and this is where it can be um, a little uncomfortable, but you need to inform your current supervisor. I know you probably were already shaking your head like that's why I need to leave is because of them. That's okay, but you've got to inform your current supervisor. It's usually good to let your boss know what your plans are. Asking for their advice may encourage them to be supportive. Let me tell you something. I've been in HR. I've been in leadership. I've been in management for years. Do you know what it's like to get a call from another supervisor saying, oh, someone on your team applied for the job and they haven't said a word to you about it. How would you feel if you were the boss and that happened? Whether you like your boss or not, you have to think about how are you going to inform them that you're ready for a transition? Because guess what, especially if it's internally, most likely in most situations, they're going to look at your review. They're going to ask your boss. They're going to ask your current supervisor, your current leadership, and sometimes they even ask your peers, what is it like to work with you? Think about that. You want to inform your current supervisor. Okay. The next thing I want you to think about is consult with coworkers. You're in an ideal position to learn all you can from the hiring manager people in other departments and other contacts. So discover what's really behind that job description. When it's internal, I want you to think about that. Who is doing the job now or, or who works in that department that can give you a feel of what it's really like for that position? Is it as glamorous as they put on paper? Is it, will it be as fulfilling to you as you think it is? You know, is, is there a curveball that maybe they've taken, you know, over the last, you know, few years or, you know, the last quarter that maybe has really had a shift? You know, one of the best questions I'd love to ask is, you know, help me understand why this position is open. Is it because the last person quit? Did the last three people quit? Or did the last three people get promoted? And this was, you know, a great stepping stone position for the last people that held that position. You want to get as much information as you can from others who were, and I'm not saying the negative, you want to go for the positive as well. Hey, tell me what it's like in this department, you know, what are some of the great things you love about working on this team? What is it like to work on the team? And if ever, if ever there's an opportunity to job shadow, you want to be able to do that. The next thing I want you to think about is update your resume. Craft your resume 
and cover letter to be as impressive as possible. Highlight your top accomplishments. And remember, this is internal. You cannot fluff that. That needs to be as honest and realistic and creative as you possibly can. But you want to really be able to pull in your skill sets. What skills do you have that shined in your current position that is going to help you in the one that you're going for? Highlight your top accomplishments. Proofread everything thoroughly or ask a friend to take a look at your resume. And you may even consider spending a little bit of money getting your resume professionally done, even if it's internal, even if it's internal. Now, let me give you a few steps to take during the actual interview. This one, you want, you want to grab a piece of paper. You want to grab some paper. You want to pause, go back and listen to this one again. First and foremost, you want to be professional. Treat the session as an interview, even if you're talking with an old friend. Even if it's someone you already know, treat that session as an interview, even if you're talking with an old friend. Use the time to make your best case. You can be friendly and casual while still discussing substantive matters. Consider that even if it is someone that you know that you're going to interview with. Come to the table extremely professional. You don't want to walk out of that interview talking about the baseball game, talking about, you know, the favorite football game or, you know, what's going on with, you know, anything else except what's going on in that job that you're applying for. Be careful with that. I've had that happen in the past where I walked, it's like, we didn't even talk about the position or the title. Why? Because we knew each other. We were real comfortable with each other. And I forgot my list of questions that I normally do because I was comfortable and I knew who I was talking to. Don't do that. The next thing I want you to, to remember is to dress up. One of the most obvious ways to look professional is to dress the part. A suit is appropriate for most office jobs. Pay extra attention to everything about you. I'm talking from head to toe. If you know your atmosphere and you know the position and you see who's in the position currently or you know that department, take a look and see what's the attire for them. And even if it's a very, very relaxed environment, when you come to that interview, you come looking sharp and dressed as if you would be interviewing outside of the company, because guess what? If they are interviewing outside of the company, that person is not going to show up, depending on the position, don't get me wrong, but they're not going to show up in their jeans and tennis shoes. If it is the office position, know your environment and know what your competition will come to the table and look like. The other thing I want you to uh, keep in mind, and I kind of already alluded to this, is ask lots of questions. However, However much you know about the company, there's more information to find out. Clarify the specific responsibilities and performance expectations for that position. Identify the most urgent priorities that the hiring manager has on their mind. Even if you've been working for the company for a while, know your company. 
I think about the years that I worked in corporate America, AT&T and Sprint, and I worked there. I didn't pay attention to what was really going on, you know, from a corporate standpoint, but in that interview, you may want to know that. You may want to know what's going on in other departments and how those things are going to affect the position that you're applying for. Keep that in mind. Ask lots of questions. Ask lots of professional questions. Forget that you're interviewing inside your company. What would you ask an external company and would that be appropriate to ask for your job interview? Next up, let's talk about explaining your qualifications. Even if you think the interviewer already knows you, summarize your capabilities. Be prepared to give details. This is what they're looking for. This is outside of what's already on the resume. Talk about the projects that you had that you excelled in. Short, brief, concise. They're looking for your skill sets. They're looking for those trigger words. Think about the position you're applying for and what are some of the trigger words that you're seeing in that job description that they posted. And if it's not posted well or, you know, described out well, take a look at what else is online, what's on Monster or um, Indeed, you know, any of the other job posting sites and take a look at what the competition is looking for in those positions so that you can highlight and summarize your capabilities well. Next up, let's talk about differentiating yourself from the competition. If you know who else is applying, talk about what makes you different without saying their name, without bringing them up. But if you know that Bob or Sharon is applying for the same position you are, and you know the skill sets that you have that's better than them, that you need to talk about what makes you different than some of the other candidates and highlight what that is. You want to spell out the contribution that you would make to the team for that department. You're already part of the organization, but what else can you bring to contribute to the team and to that department, and you need to make that known. Next up, let's talk about managing your reputation. Let me tell you something, there's nothing more embarrassing than applying for a position and that manager has already heard things about you before the interview that may not be positive. So before you even consider applying for a position, you need to make sure that your reputation is intact. There's nothing worse to trying to go for another position and they've already heard about you and it wasn't positive. So manage your reputation. You may need to describe how you could excel in a role that's different from the way people are used to seeing you. When I, I remember the year that I transitioned from sales to human resources and people were shocked. It's like, what? How did you go? One, I had some connections. Two, I had previous experience for years before. Just because all they saw was Mary Ricketts, the major account executive. It's like, what? Mary could do? Yes, she could. And that was different, but that's what you're going to want to do. You want to be able to describe how you could excel in a role that's different from the way people are used to seeing you. I often think about some of the connections I've made throughout the years, um, and several of them were actually women, but they used to be lawyers. Now they're not. <laughs> One of them uh, is a, is a co-owner um, 
partner in a very nice size marketing firm uh, in Kansas City. And I thought about that. I was like, wow, that's different. You know, or the lawyer that doesn't uh, practice law and decides to now teach. So you need to make sure that you can manage that. Be candid about past mistakes and past errors and explain how you've learned from them. Because guess what? Remember, if this is internal, they probably already heard about it or they can probably research it. So things that you didn't do well, say, you know what? Yeah, I remember one of my first projects that I did and I, you know, I just really messed it up. But let me tell you what I learned. So by the time I got to my second and third and fifth and 10th project, I excelled in that because of this is what I learned from that. Don't let people put you in a pit because you made some errors in the past. Share with them what you learned and the next opportunity that you had to do better at it. You don't want them to just hear about the things that you fumbled on, okay? Let me give you um, some tips on some steps to take after the interview. Remember to respond gracefully. If someone else gets the job, your company may be concerned how you'll handle the disappointment. Demonstrate a positive attitude regardless of the outcome, regardless of how it turns out. That is going to show a sign, first of all, of your character and your leadership abilities. You need to be okay. You cannot call in sick the next day because you didn't get the job. You can't, you know, walk around, you know, upset and angry, and you can't badmouth the person who received the position or the company or the leader who chose the the way they did. If anything, I would say, you know what, I know, you know, someone else got the position, but is there, can I, can I book a coffee with you? I would, I want to know what you need to see more out of me because I'm not giving up on, you know, getting promoted or going to another department or something. But what is it that you would like to see out of me to prepare, to prepare me for the next, the next time? Those are excellent questions. Excellent questions to, to think about after the interview. The other thing you want to make sure that you do is thank your interviewer. Start by expressing your gratitude for the time and attention you received from the hiring manager. Let everyone who helped you know that you appreciate their thoughtfulness and efforts. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the opportunity to interview. Thank you for the opportunity uh, to be considered. You know, even if you just made it through round one and you didn't get called in for a second interview, people will remember that. And I don't mean it in a um, insincere way, but even if it stings a little bit, I want you to consider doing it. Plan for your transition. Think ahead about what you'll do if you get selected. Even though you're staying in the same building in the, and maybe even in the same department, there will be plenty of unfamiliar demands for you. Assist the person taking over your old responsibilities and get off on a good foot in your new role. If you leave your position, get the next job, and you don't assist the new person in getting acclimated that's taking over your old position, or you don't have things well organized for the next person to step into your shoes because you get to move on to another uh, department or team or promotion, they are going to hear about it. They're going to hear about it. You don't want that to happen to you. 
how do I know this? Because I've done it. <laughs> I have walked into someone else's shoes and they left it a mess. Files were in order. No one can figure out where anything was. Where did they save the forms? Everything should have been in a particular drive, you know, on the shared drive. And it wasn't there. You don't want to be that person. So I know the first thing we talked about was what if you didn't get it? Okay, but let's talk about when you do. When you do get that position, you need to make sure that you have time to put things in order before you leave your current position. Think about that. Think about what you need to do so that you look excellent and they have excellent things to say about you after you leave your current position. Pursuing internal openings provides a smart way to advance your career. You may find a new job you love where you can still have lunch with your old buddies and avoid a longer commute to work or having to go through the challenges of getting to meet a whole new team and getting acclimated to an entire new company, waiting for benefits to kick in. There are some wonderful things about getting promoted, changing departments, getting to do something new in your current company. I want you to consider that. I'm Mary Ricketts with Turning Point Training and Development, and this is our Scale Up and Grow. And we were talking about how you can interview like a pro and ace your internal interviews and some tips on what you need to do so that you can still show up to your interview, how you can prepare way before that, steps you want to take during the process and steps you want to take after. To your success, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Scale Up and Grow from Turning Point Training and Development. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, check out all of our on-demand training courses at turning-point.newzendler.com. That's turning-point.newzendler.com.